What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 516th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve. With me is Will. I have you, you, you're switching things up on me again. I'm I'm not prepared. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, this is a very nothing podcast. We have nothing to talk about this week. I mean, we got plenty to talk about, but you can't, like, at the last minute, expect me to have some witty repartee with two hours notice. I got to plan these things mm. out ahead of time because it's 2022. You never know what word's going to come out of your mouth and offend 5 million people. That's true. We're recording on Friday because GoFest is, is uh, Saturday, Sunday, and we opted. You know, I said last week, I was like, they're probably, hold on, Greg is here. Am I? I mean, you can just skip over me, apparently. <laughs> apparently, I don't matter anymore. It's fine. I'll just sit over here, quiet, unloved, unwanted. He probably had something planned. I did. Not anymore. No. I, well, I had GoFest for this episode planned, and I was like, That's I literally tomorrow. said last- <laughs> I haven't even bought my ticket yet. Yeah, me either. Uh, I'm holding out for Niantic to come through with a free book. Mm-hmm. I, I said on last week's episode, they probably won't announce any of Scarlet and Violet because they want to focus on GoFest, and they'll probably announce the Scarlet and Violet after GoFest. And, and Janine wrong. and her calendar was like, nope, everything this which means we'll probably get nothing <laughs> next week. It's going to be radio Correct. silent next week. Look, Janine works one week a month, and she has to have everything done that one week. Mm-hmm. Anything outside of that is your problem, not hers. So I think what we'll do is uh, probably do like a, a bonus podcast for patrons and and uh, Apple Plus subscriber, Apple podcast subscription. I don't know what they're called. Apple <laughs> Apple subscribers <laughs> for GoFest. I'm sure I'll grab Bobby and something. I'm, I'm, I'll make Bobby talk for an hour. You guys can pay to hear Bobby. Oh, sure. That way, uh, Will and Greg can have somewhat of a weekend and then have to put up with me for eight hours each day and then also record with me. They, I, I know they have a... I mean, a it's a bold assumption that we're going to put up with you for eight hours each I day do, as well. I, I do is. believe my description of the day was, I'm going to bike there, play Go, and then adios. It's true. It's true. Like, there's a lot of assumptions that have just happened in a very short amount of time. I guess, let's just get into it. We're going to pretty much spend the entire episode talking about the Scarlet and Violet trailer. It was three oh, minutes long. Oh, I guess I should watch that. You haven't watched it? <gasps> no, he's watched it. So how this podcast works, if you're new here, hello, Uh, for every one minute a trailer is, we spend about 30 minutes talking about it, so we have to hit our 90-minute quota for the three minutes that was that trailer. Okay, question number one. (laughs) I was making sure that the release date matched up with my planned week of vacation at Thanksgiving, and it does. So we can start there at the top of the list, arriving November 18th, 2022. That's correct. That is that is the the Pokemon Company International Nintendo shared that Scarlet and Violet will launch on November eighteenth. Uh, digital pre orders are available in the eShop today. They also revealed the cover art. Yeah, they revealed multiplayer. But let's let's skip those two things first, and let's go right into the what they opened the trailer with, which was the new professors. Also, I'll probably insert the news music here. Uh, <laughs> Professor Sada and Professor Turo, I think I'm saying those right? Yeah. Uh, For the first time, one of two different professors will appear in the game depending on what version players choose. In Scarlet, players will meet Professor Sada. In Pokemon Violet, players will meet Professor Turo. 
Each professor is carrying out research into lore passed down into re- the region, which we do not know the region name yet either. Hmm. Risotto. Yep. Pokemon Risotto. Do 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 do. So Sada derives from past. Turo comes from future. Don't worry. I've had uh, multiple people come in my Twitch chat and tell me that fun fact that was... (laughs) Fun fact. (laughs) Fun fact. Um, If if anyone wants to go back and listen to when they did the original announcement, I'm pretty sure that's what Will Anderson said. Yeah, it is. I I, I said that when, when... So you, you let's say you don't understand Spanish, me. Uh, you don't understand. Uh, Hola, cómo estás, <laughs> How you've been reading my instas? Uh, look, I've Be watched gone, at, sir. at least five episodes of Dora the Explorer. I think my Spanish is pretty good. If, let's explore, Steve. Let's let's say you you didn't look at their names. You could just look at their outfits. Professor Sada has like I would say like a Jurassic ish prehistoric outfit on and then uh professor turo has a very like tron futuristic yeah. outfit on look well. i need this tron outfit so if there's costume makers out there that are like i can make that tron outfit contact me one is like a torn loincloth and one is a, an elegant well, tailored speed suit it's it's torn loin sh- shorts i mean they're definitely shorts or a skirt I, Could be a skort, but yeah. I mean, we're not going to go that far in the past. Are we? People still wear skorts today, Greg. They shouldn't. The actually Catholic school <laughs> students. The actual <laughs> trivia here is I believe these are the first two professors that don't have trees. Yeah, let's or... talk about the tree tragedy. Let's talk about how bad the trees have gotten that they are no longer naming professors. Are you after sure them. you can't find a single tree in this entire world called, called Sada or I Toro. have looked. Kudo. I have looked for those as trees, and it came up as nothing. What, what about, about the a professor fine hedge? In... <laughs> I, I haven't found not a plant. Isn't Toro like a lawnmower, though? That's, That's Toro. Toro. Oh, okay. They're based out <laughs> like of Minnesota. I can take you to the factory. What about the professor in uh, Pokemon Masters EX? What was her name? There's also a professor in Unite. Is there not? I'm trying to remember. There is a professor in Unite. You never see this person. Yeah, but we know that Unite is based on, uh, gosh, what is the region called of Unite? I can't remember now. <laughs> All right, I looked uh, it up. It's Professor Bellis. Unite is Aos. No, Aos is the, oh, is it Aos? No, Aos is the gems. A-E-O-S region. Do you not watch the Unite anime? Yeah, my mistake. Bellis is a flowering plant, so it is still plant-based. Okay. Who who is the professor for Aos? They exist. I'm pretty sure he's black, isn't he? I remember like he kind of looks like uh the dude from Overwatch. He's like uh, very the head of the institute is Researcher professor... Irby. Irby? And no, pr- Professor Forrest. Pro- yeah, Professor Forrest is oh, the head. He's just straight up named Professor Forrest? No, Forrest, like Phosphorus. P H O R. Oh, okay, okay, got it. Which is the whole sort of glowy... That's not a tree? I, the... <laughs> Trees aside, I, I think, like, it's cool they're doing two professors. I'm super into it. It I, I don't know. I would I mean, sus- I would there sus- are phosphorus trees, so... Oh, there are phosphorus like... trees? Yeah. Okay, all right. I, I, would, I would imagine that... Okay, number one, I have, I have so many thoughts. 
Number one, it still blows my mind that Legends was only one game and they didn't sell us two games. They could have like literally just put move past five Pokemon each. No, number no, two, they did. They did Legends Arceus the way they did it, right? And they were like, "We're in, we're out." It was a perfect c- scenario. They didn't need to sell us two. If you looked at like past games, right? Like let's say, let's say you looked at um, Gold and Silver, Diamond and Pearl. X and Y, Sun and Moon, I'm skipping certain games for a reason, they barely did anything. And they sold us two identical versions of the same game. Did I say red and blue? And they've been doing this for years. And a little bit, like, in in Sword and Shield, they're like, hey, we got two different gym leaders. Although I don't think a casual fan is going to be like, I really know, I really need to know what Alistair was doing over in that game. Like, I don't... I don't think anyone wait, was wait, like... you had hey. two different gym leaders in Unova, dude. Yeah, that's what I, yeah. I'm going backwards. So, like, Unova also had two different gym leaders, but they also had two different just straight-up cities. One game had White Forest, the other game had Black City. But again, I don't think that was ever enough to be like, oh, you need to buy the other game. And I think that's like a double-edged sword, right? I don't think you should... I don't think Game Freak is thinking, oh... This one town is enough to convince somebody to spend another 40 or $60, but it's a nice, like, differentiating feature. But at the same time, like, the person who does buy both, it's, it doesn't feel like it's, like, justified. It's like this weird middle ground where it's, like, not enough for either person. And then for Ruby and Sapphire, instead of towns or gym leaders, it's, it's the bad team. But again, not enough like their dialogue is almost exactly the same it's just one they just replace the word kyogre with groudon and you're you're fine and land with their their motives were completely different one wanted to expand the water one want to expand the ground they 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 that was not a cut and paste job swap out land and water <laughs> nah they had completely different goals they were completely different people one True. was a big buff sailor the other was a a free slim stylish land lover like night and day how dare you come at gen 3 how dare you so i i do i i do probably lean into like sada and toro are are not enough to convince people like oh you need to experience both i think like no i also think much like in gen 3 you will see sada as the rival school or whatever They'll be there. You just don't report to them. Oh, do well, you think this is like the two professors are in like the orange school or the grape school? Yeah. And yep. like they're being like, these books are banned. Yeah. So we're teaching you these books. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Mm. I mean, there's the there's the weird Twitter exchange that happened <laughs> in day two that's fueling my speculation. Oh, I haven't seen that. Go on. There was a person that posted the picture of the two professors. And said, who are these two wrong answers only? And the official Pokemon channel replied, they're professors? What? Why is that weird? <laughs> because it was supposed to be wrong answers only. So I was like, did they just say that they're, is that like their subtle way of saying they're more than just professors in these or games? they're not professors. Well, they're not professors. Maybe it's the question mark that makes it the wrong answer. Yeah, it's. Well, Kakui's not like a real professor either. Who? What do you mean? Kakui researches Pokemon attacks. Yeah. Yeah, but Kakui is like, he, like, he, wa- he wanted to be a trainer. 
and he he only Tony became, Oak. He only became a, a professor to then build the elite four, so then he could be the champion of it. I wanted to work for the State Department yeah. and be a diplomat <laughs> around the world, and yet here I am sitting in Minneapolis recording a Pokemon podcast. I wanted to be an actor, and I'm stuck on this program. Does in that my make life. me not a podcaster? Uh, well, how did this show become so negative? Jeez. <laughs> You, because of you, you're, you're like, oh, these people aren't what they. Oh, I'm saying you're the is, one that brought up. They said they aren't what they are. I, I thought they were professors. That's, but that was the that was the Pokemon company tweeting. <laughs> the wrong answer is that they're Pokemon. Was it the English one they, or the UK one? The English one. Okay, they, they probably misunderstood. The... Who tweeted? Yeah. Who made the tweet? Was it like a big person? Was it like it Twitch? was from the Pokemon official? No, no. Who no, made no, the no. tweet who that they the replied to? Oh, I don't. I was it just remember. like a was it just like a small nobody or was it like IGN or something? I'd have to look it up again. I, I do disagree with Greg. My suspicion is that the games will be completely different and one will be very past oriented and one will be future oriented. Oh, it came from tw- the person that posted it was Twitter Gaming that has a million followers. Oh, okay. And okay the okay. official Pokemon channel responded, um, they are Pokemon professors, question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah, I think it's just like, no, they are professors, like very tongue in cheek. I think that there's not an evil team, and the rival school is the team that you're going up against. Oh, and some see, sort of I like, disagree with this. Like, running like, around and stuff. No, actually, I don't disagree with this. I heard that the evil team, the, the specu- well, now that you said the school thing, that makes more sense, because I didn't think about, like, how this is, like, a real-world problem. Spo- spoiler, Pokemon games are usually based around real-world problems. People just don't see that. <laughs> So, like, the actual real-world problem in Sun and Moon was, like, parents verbally abusing their kids, or just, like, younger folks in general. I mean, not only is that the theme with Lusamine and uh, Gladion and uh, Lily, but that was a theme with Guzma's parents. Yep. And that was also a theme with somebody, oh, gosh, who, who's the other? There was, like, a third person um, that I can't think of. It's about of fa- family dynamics. Yeah. Plumeria also as well, like Plumeria left. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Anyways, now that you said the school stuff, that makes it more believable, at least in my head, or more logical that like there's a real world problem of schools refusing to teach certain things. And like these books are not allowed, but these books are allowed. So if the Sada is like, these are the books we're teaching and that which but that is like very Diamond and Pearl of like. Not that man probably, but probably closer to legends of like we believe this, but no, we believe this kind of thing. I mean, Legends Arceus was a treatise against religious extremism, so like, I don't know that they're going this far, but like, I I can definitely see like two schools pitted against each other because that is a common like if you've been watching a lot of recent anime, there's been a whole lot of number one school, number two school, and we have to show up number two school, become mm. number one school. Mm. Um, that has shown up in a lot of new anime recently. So it's in that culture. So that's why I think that, that there is a strong feeling that you'll go to the grape school and your rivals are the orange school. And what they're doing, like either you have to, it's either like, we're going to get the research first, or we're going to prove that future tech is the right way, or the past is the lessons we have to learn from or whatever. But I, I do yeah. have a strong rival schools feeling. But that also, if, if you think about, so the, the opposite, what I saw on Twitter that I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that's fine. Is like people were like, oh, the bad team is probably time travel or want time travel to happen either to the future, to the past, to the past. 
but that would make it more complicated and just of two schools being pit against each other because they have different learning styles. Yeah. Which is um, also it, it the past focus of one of the schools makes the Hisuian forms much more logical into mm-hmm. this game. Since there is a person that is focused on the past and perhaps restoring past or discovering the past, it makes sense that that either you can bring them in or there will be options to catch the Hasuian forms in this game as well. Well, also in in the sense of like the game can still be when you when you start talking about past and future, you're like, oh, how different are these games going to be? But you can, but you can still say like this person is just focused on teaching the past, right. and this poke, this person is just focused on teaching the future, which that yeah. goes very much like black and white, where one where the theme in black and white was we want to teach the truth, or not teach or preach preach. I think it's preach the truth, and then the other game was we want to preach ideals. Well, it's the conflict. Between it's the truth conflict and of ideals. truth and ideals. Yeah. Which the games I I would say didn't do a really good job of that. No. The, <laughs> well, the, I, the movie I, I like did that, but like the movie focused on that, but like the games did a really bad job of like truth and ideals. I, I did want to throw in. Um, let's just lower our expectations. We know the story is not going to be great. <laughs> we know it. We know it's going to be really good until there's an elevator scene with really bad music, and then you're like, ah, I got to fight eighteen. Hey, the elevator was great. I would work at that company and be like, I could go battle kids on my lunch break. Hold on. Okay, we can we can circle back to the uh past and present and stuff, but like but but I will reread what it says here. Each professor is carrying out research into lore passed down into the region. So I do think that your guys' suggestion of the two schools being pit against each other is is logical and very grounded, although possible it doesn't happen. Uh, versus what I've seen on the internet, which is like time travel explosions. <laughs> I which just again, figured, could happen. It I could figured happen. out what it is. They have Celebi. They discover in their school libraries the long forgotten tome book, Choose Your Own Adventure, The Cave of Time, which is the first Choose <laughs> oh, Your Own yes. Adventure book. That's a great book, too. And they, they also have Pokemon Z hidden in there somewhere. They go to f- hunt, find the Cave of Time. And one of them believes it'll take them to the past, and the other believes, one believes it'll take them take to the, the future. future. I Got am it. into this. Also, here's a question on the table that we can have to circle around again. Who's the third professor? Oh my gosh, stop. Professor Z. <laughs> <laughs> professor Gray. Nimona? Is it, did I say that okay? Nim- I, I, I mean, they haven't said it, but it could be either Nimona. Okay. Nimona. They haven't said. It depends on. Is, is this a Spanish name? Should I? Is this? Is this like? Is this? Okay. So the first. This is. I, I'm gonna be really dumb. I'm super sorry. I have never heard the name Bianca until Black and White. What? Yeah. To be fair, though, I was like what 20, 20 years old and very sheltered. <laughs> Got that right. Yeah. But I, I have now known probably five or six people named Bianca. So is this another situation? Like there are people out there named Nimona. I just never met them. Or is this like a not like a names I, I, aren't I made up? I don't think up. that's a particularly common name. You think Bianca is mean, a common name? Yes, it means yes. white. <laughs> yes, it's, <laughs> it's the same as 
Same as Blanche or Blanche. Blanche. I mean, it's Bianca and Blanche are derivatives of each other. Uh, um, so on my name database that I use for role playing things, uh, Nimona does not appear as an existing name in this list. Um, the only thing I can like find is babynames.com. Uh, behind the name doc. Uh, there is an Indian recipe for something called Nimona that I found. Um, but it does not it 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 does not have a history that I am aware of. Mm. I mean, um, even even Raihan was on babynames.com. Correct. Nimona has a sunny, energetic disposition and is passionate about Pokemon battles. She's an experienced Pokemon trainer and serves as a friend and a reliable guide for players on their adventure. On their journeys, players will encounter never-before-seen Pokemon. Spo- Whoa! Uh, among them, the uh, there are three that Nimona uses on her team. And we'll get to those in a second. Uh, but the three Pokemon they show in the trailer are three of her Pokemon. But we're not I am so about confused by the fact that they have to point out in her description on the website it, it does also seem that she's not the best at throwing Pokeballs. Yeah, which that what? line reminded me of in Sun and Moon, where you could go to the guy that was in charge of the garbage disposal thing. Yeah. And he would teach you like eight different ways how to throw yeah. a Pokeball. And I, I hope maybe I blew somebody's mind because maybe somebody didn't realize that was a thing. But in Sun and Moon, you could change how you threw a Pokeball, which was like, it was like novel. Um, But there was like, there was probably one that you liked more than others. Uh, I no. forgot how you unlocked it, though. You couldn't unlock them all right away. I think you had to battle them like once a day. You, there there yeah. were achievements and things you had to do. Um, what this makes me think of is it's it's going to be like Legends Arceus, and she's going to be like, I'm having trouble throwing a Pokeball at this Pokemon. Can you help me do it? Here's how you sneak up on a Pokemon and throw a Pokeball at yeah. it. Yeah. That, that was what I was thinking, too. Like They were hinting towards a similar play style as legends arceus similar not the same but similar that's kind of what i because they it, it's weird that they would call that out <laughs> like okay so what are you hinting at here and i do think they're hinting that that there'll be at least options to approach pokemon the same way you did in arceus yeah i still i think about when they like purposely called out when leon they were like leon gets lost really easily and like yeah he, he gets lost like when you get to the train station for the first time, they're like, oh, I'm surprised he made it here. And then they like have like maybe two other instances of the game where they're like, I'm surprised you made it here. But that was like the extent of it. That was like, it didn't really go anywhere. And I think it's maybe one of those things where maybe where you guys are right, where like she has trouble throwing Pokeballs at the beginning to like teach you how to throw Pokeballs. And then it's, yeah. it's done. It's well, like, I mean, that- those professors are busy running schools. They're not going to have time to be out here teaching you how to throw Pokeball. Oh, there is one really throwaway line in, in Isle of Armor where Mustard like makes fun of Leon for getting lost, uh, yeah. which is like really <laughs> great. <laughs> it it kind of made the character. whole like, why did they even say he got lost all the time? Like it kind of like solidified that when Mustard like made fun of him. Uh, there's a weird thing on her arm. It, it's like a Tron glove, but her other arm doesn't have it. Uh, you can see I mean it looks like a sporting it looks like a sports equipment. Okay. Yes, I I, I saw somebody on Twitter say it was like a sh- it, like for like archery. And I was like I don't know what that means. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, you have a you yeah. you keep a guard on your arm because you don't want the when right. the the bow string on the bow snaps back. You don't want it to scrape your forearm. Over. Okay. We don't think this is like a Z crystal mega stone uh, Gigantamax band like that. Like we we we're, mean, it, we're used to wearing things on our arms now as a Pokemon trainer. It definitely could be because it's it's not flat, right? It's got it's got a watch. My sense is that this is the new Rotom Dex Rotom oh. whatever. Like this is the new interface. Like it will bring up one of those hover in the air screens type things like that arm thing is the decks the town map the blah 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 blah, oh, blah, blah. so we're not thinking gimmick we're thinking pokedex right i i have a feeling that's i have a feeling that that's the decks kind of based off of the colors a little bit off the fact that it's got it's the circle with the screen on it like a fitbit <laughs> fitbit <laughs> <laughs> i mean it looks like a fitbit to me yeah. honestly but that's what i thought when i saw that i mean it could be something else it could be the gimmick yeah, but it almost I looks like a robot arm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it Except could be anything. Yeah. But I, I, I'm leaning more towards this is how you access town maps, etc. It's like the updated Pokecatch. Before we talk about Pokemon, because uh, we the, these are the three new characters they showed. They they showed your character. They showed character customizations. You can be uh, black, tan, white, cool hair, hair, not cool hair. Girl, the boy. hair was so amazing. Yeah, the I hair, the hair so stuff was really good. Happy, I will. I was, I will never pick it because it's not my hair. But I was so happy that that like other types of hair than just flat and spiky anime <laughs> are in this game. It's like finally, <laughs> yeah, the hair was really great. I I do want to point out because I saw a bunch of people also had similar reactions to me that. The professors and the rival are uh, like whether you like it or not are a dramatically new look for Pokemon characters. Like in what way? They they kind of don't look like they fit in the Pokemon universe. Like and every I, Pokemon game has like styles, right? Like the Let's Go style, the Sun and Moon style, the Black and White style. Do you mean the style. drawing, like the art of them, or the actual the three D models, not the art? The art looks oh, like see, Pokemon stuff, but in the game they they look very. Oh. I don't even think they look Final Fantasy. I don't think they match the Final Fantasy vibe. I don't. I no. I just think that they're like, hey, this is the next set of graphics that we're doing here. Yeah, I mean, I I I think they fit stylistically with all the other characters we've seen, I think they look more, I will say they look more adult adult than cartoony. Like, the professors across the board have always had sort of either an older fatherly, motherly feel or mm-hmm. a teeny, my age, early 20s hip sort of feel, like Kakui. Like, these feel like these people, they are Solidly in their 30s, they're working towards tenure, they have their own lives, and they needed to go do some stuff for them. They just feel like middle-aged adults. That also received their glow-up recently this year. I, I think... It happens in your But 30s. if you look at your, your character, I think maybe why it's jarring for me and maybe some other people is when you went... Because the, they just showed these characters, right? We, we've known what our character has looked like for a couple months now. And you look at our character, and it does look like the stereotypical, like, 10-year-old on a journey. Even though I would say recent Pokemon games stopped saying 10 years old, they just say, like... Yeah, they said 
new trainer. They stopped using age at least. And I know so like I know they probably look younger because of their outfits they're wearing. They're like very school Catholic outfits they're wearing. But when you see the professors and you see like the rival looks significantly older than you. Mm-hmm. And they say like she absolutely loves Pokeball battles. She's an experienced trainer. But she's starting her journey with you. She just like she kind of looks like she's five years older than the than your character. But again, Wait, maybe it's where, the outfit. Where does it say she's starting her journey with? Uh, it says on the website she's an experienced Pokemon trainer, um, a reliable guide for your adventure. Okay, okay, maybe she's not starting. Yeah, yeah I, no. I, I have a feeling like she is a fellow. Like she's graduating out of the schools. Like she's well, a senior. Well, I mean, or like. She's in eighth grade or ninth grade, yeah. and you're in sixth grade. And she's using Smoliv? <laughs> What's wrong hey, with Smoliv, dude? She has choices that she makes at the beginning. I've met fishermen that use six Magikarp. Yeah. <laughs> six. And you're going to complain that this young lady is using three at least different Pokemon? Yeah, maybe. One uh, of them being the greatest Pokemon ever revealed in all Pokemon history, I I am not. Sa- we can't get to the Pokemon yet. We gotta take a break. Uh, I I I think the trainer models look fantastic. I think Neoma oh, looks do. great. I think the professors look great. I think all yeah. the character customization that they showed for the characters absolutely great. I just yep. the the minor. It's not even a complaint. It's but just you'd say it. I know you're gonna say it. It just say looks it. like your player character looks so much younger than every oh. the three people they showed. I mean, obviously the professor should I, be older, but like I agree that the player characters look younger. I don't know if part of the customization will be more age related, so you can make yourself look older. Because like showing these specific people in these areas so that they have the capability of doing because there's also in the trailer the really young kid out in the field that you meet mm-hmm. whose sh- whose shirt I want more than anything in the world, but I- I'm wondering if part of the customization will also be choosing sort of where you fall a little bit in the age range. Yeah, like do we can we just get like a small height slider, a small yeah. weight slider? It doesn't have to be super complex. Like, look, it took us this long to get <laughs> it took us this long to get different skin colors. It took us even longer to get like different hairstyles. As we are advancing in character customization, I should say, as the Pokemon company is advancing because they're very behind on a lot of things. Uh that those would be like two nice sliders of like can I be a little taller, can I be a little shorter, can I be a little wider or thinner or I don't think you're gonna get it. I think if that was the case on the multiplayer gameplay screen, they would have shown those variations. Yeah, maybe. Like they did the different the variations in the clothes. You know that they're very select with their first trailer. Like the Sword and Shield trailer specifically didn't show Pokemon walking around in the wild. And we were upset. I was upset about that. And then, you know, two months later, they're like, look, Pokemon walking around in the wild. Well, that's what, I, what not what I was expecting you to complain about. I didn't think that was going to be your accept. I, it's not really a complaint. It's just, it's just like the, the, tra- your character looks very, very young, but. I just thought you were going to express your anti Arborite perceptions and prejudices once again. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it on TikTok or, or, Instagram or Facebook oh, stories. Oh, we're talking about the bush? The, I mean, I don't think bush counts as a tree, but 
Yes. We could talk about the graphics, but overall, like... No, we're not going to talk about the graphics. I am not having this conversation again. <laughs> I was just going to say not. that the graphics are fine. I am fine. not having this conversation again. Take it to your stream. Take it to your TikTok. I am done. I, I super disagree. Like, a video game's graphics are one of the biggest part. It's why people uh, buy I, games that, and Greg, why people don't. See? If you fell for the bait. Debated. That's what they kids say. Debated. <laughs> To, like, not talk about graphics of a video game, I think, is a huge disservice. Especially when we've talked about how these trainers looked. And especially because I think Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee looks absolutely fantastic. And I think Legends does not look fantastic. (laughs) Are we ready for a break? We are. Yep. We will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Did you know sites like Netflix have different libraries depending on what countries you're in? And with a VPN, you could access all those other shows. You would only get a fraction of the shows you're watching based on your current location. Look, this is just one way you can use a VPN. Netflix. (laughs) Netflix. We're we're talking about Netflix because everyone's talking about Netflix. (laughs) Make the most of Netflix raising (laughs) your price. I use ExpressVPN, yes, and um, you can use it to basically make it look like your computer is in a different country, and the Netflix, because of different intellectual property laws, has different uh, programs available in different countries, and it's funny because they might be programs that here you'd have to subscribe to three or four different streaming services to access, but if you use ExpressVPN and say that you're like in London then you can watch shows that you wouldn't be able to watch on Netflix in the U.S., but they are available in U.K. Netflix. Like all them good murder mystery shows. Well, a lot of the BBC stuff, true. Why choose ExpressVPN over other VPNs? Blazing fast speeds. You can stream in HD with zero buffering. It's compatible with all of your devices, phones, laptops, consoles, smart TVs, tablets, all of those things and more. And they have servers in 94 different countries. You can gain access to thousands of new shows, BBC, whatever France has, something <laughs> in Scotland, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. All of those things. And it's seamless. It's not like it doesn't affect the quality of your stream. You just you connect and you stream just like you normally would, even though, uh, you know, at Netflix will think that you're in Australia for whatever reason. It's like... Uh, so if like right if you're a Rick and Morty fan and Rick and Morty is not on Netflix US, if you connect to and say, Hey, I'm in Sydney, then all of a sudden you don't even have to do anything in Netflix. It just shows up and it says, Oh, this dude's in Australia. We can show them Rick and Morty now. Be smart, stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting a fraction of their content. You can get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash PKMNCAST. And if you use link expressvpn.com slash PKMNCST, you can get three extra months free of ExpressVPN. That is expressvpn.com slash PKMNCST. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace Websites. Have you heard of nope. them, Greg? Nope. Handcrafted Can- start, websites. Start that one over again. I don't, I don't go to websites. <laughs> I go to websites. And I have a website that I use for my wonderful things. But with Squarespace, so, yes. you could make a website or a website. 
<laughs> no, I will never make that. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for building your brand growing and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website. You can engage with your audience, sell anything, your products, the content create, even your time. Um, I do use Squarespace. It is incredibly easy. I set up, I think it took me maybe half an hour to get everything that I wanted on my website and i think it looks great can sell things on there i don't currently but i could if i wanted to but i link to everywhere that does sell my stuff i can collect people i can sort of look at my analytics to see who's coming and going um if it's getting a lot of if like i sent out an email about my stuff if i could see if that drove engagement or not uh if i wanted to i could collect donations there are blogging tools those are things i use the most I can connect to my social media accounts. I can do all sorts of stuff. And Squarespace makes it super, super easy. You want to head over to squarespace.com slash PKMNCSD. You can get yourself a free trial. When you're ready to launch your website or website, you can use offer code PKMNCSD to save 10% off your first purchase of website or domain. That is squarespace.com slash PKMNCSD for a free trial. 10% off when you're ready to launch your website. And we are back. All right, Pokemon time. We got Yeah, I like Pokemon. I yeah. enjoy Pokemon. Five new Pokemon. We'll start with the Nimona's Nimona's Pokemon. She sends out a Palmy, which says here, in addition to the electric sacks on its cheeks, Palmy has electric uh, discharge organs on its forepaws. It generates electricity by rubbing its cheeks, and then it shocks its opponents by touching them with the pads on its forepaws. The fur that covers its body is good insulation against the cold and, server- and, and serves the purpose of storing electricity. Uh, when it feels uneasy, this cautious Pokemon will, be, be, will begin rubbing its cheeks, preparing itself to discharge. It's the mouse Pokemon, electric-only type. Uh, with the ability Static or Natural Cure. We like that Natural Cure. Uh, it's the new Pikachu. Yeah. Uh, let me do the next two here, and then we'll talk about them out as a whole. We have LeChonk. LeChonk yeah. uses its sense of smell to find out and eat only the most fragrant wild grasses and riches, richest berries. As a result of its dining habits, it has come to radiate an aroma resembling herbs of bug-type Pokemon, of that bug-type Pokemon dislike. If attacked by an opponent or startled, it will charge forward in a panic. It may appear fat at first, but in reality, this Pokemon's body is mostly muscle, built by consistent walking around in search for food. This is the hog Pokemon. Uh, it's a normal type, and it has the ability uh, Aroma Veil and Gluttony. And then finally, we have Smoliv. Smoliv is uh, the olive Pokemon. The olive that comes out of his head is very, has a very strong, bitter taste. It's not suitable for consumption. When startled or attacked, Smoliv will shoot oil out, slowing its opponents down. It will then seize that moment to run away. That's kind of like um, Gossiflor, like slowed opponents down. Yeah. In the fruit on its head, Smoliv stores olives, uh, the olive made from its nutrients it gathers through photosynthesis. This is this. Synthesis. As a result, it can go on for a week without eating or drinking. It prefers dry and sunny climates, and it seems to spend its day bathing in the sun. It is a grass normal type Pokemon, and it only has one ability, which is early bird. What does early bird do? 
Uh, is an early bird uh what's like Pidgey has? It wakes you like wakes you up faster. It wakes you up faster from sleep. I don't know if it's a guarantee. Uh, according like, to Bulbapedia, early bird quick awakening from sleep. In the turn the Pokemon is put to sleep, the number of turns it will remain asleep. Uh, if present, if six turns, it will be half to three. If, if three, preset. it will be half to one. If one, it will round down to zero, instantly waking up. I lied. Pidgey doesn't have it. But Doduo and Dodrio have it. Houndour does. <laughs> Boy. Uh, where do, what Pokemon do you guys want to start with? LeChonk! The Le only chunk. one that matters. LeChonk Le won Le the chunk. internet, Le man. LeChonk. LeChonk is the greatest thing that's ever happened to Pokemon Gen okay. 9. So let's slow down. This is what everyone said about Wooloo. Because it's a round sheep that could roll. I love LeChonk. LeChonk is great. I never said that about mm-hmm. Wooloo. Wooloo is meh. This thing is outstanding. <laughs> I have zero excitement for Wooloo. I have all the excitement for LeChonk. Have you seen LeChonk fall over sideways? Yeah, I've seen LeChonk <laughs> fall over sideways. It's perfect. LeChonk's really great. I sent a picture of LeChonk to Irene, and she said, meh, and I said, we, we can't be together anymore. You, you've got to see it in motion. Yeah. You've yeah, got to see true. it walking around. When it comes out, when it comes out from... It's like, I have found a truffle. My job Present here is the complete. Truffle. Yes. These are some good names, though. Oh, they're great names. Like, uh, uh, I'm not so sure about poor me. Eh, kind of meh. I am not a fan of small of in any way, shape, or form. What? Well, I eat 10 like olives a day, or and I design? can tell you you're wrong. The, de- the, the, the name is fine. The design, I'm not into Olives are all. delicious and I hate wonderful. olives. <laughs> Is See, it because you hate this, olives or because people compared it to Badoo? It mainly because I, I did not like, I just, I'm not a huge fan of the design more than anything. I just feel like it's, I don't know, it just doesn't do anything for me. Mm. It's the same sort of negative reaction I had against Sobble at first. Like, you do not like, just, cry, you don't like Cryberry Pokemon, do you? <laughs> not really, no. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Grow up and get out there and fight. I, I, I don't like, want any of these feelings. No, it just it doesn't really. I don't know. The the I think for me the design was just too simple. Mm. Like oh, it's a it's a ball with an olive on its head. It's a small olive Pokemon. I, yes. I think Game Freak has realized that Pokemon like people like when they can put Pokemon together. Uh, and what I mean by that is like Snom and Pinkurchin and Pukumuku. Uh, and it felt like part of Smolov's design was like, we can put this with like Badoo and Petalil. And people will be like, oh, look at this group. And because uh, if it's goth, not, goth I feel like they still baited all the artists to do that anyways. Who's <laughs> Gothcorn? Tag uh, Nabbit. Before Sunflora, Sunkern. Sunkern? Yeah, Sunkern fits in that. And they've been doing that for years with like the Pikachu clones. Yeah. Which I guess we should talk about Palmy. Palmy is a Pikachu. Probably is this generation's Pikachu clone. Yeah. yeah. It, you, yes, I guess. It is the mouse Pokemon. It is electric. It has like very two common abilities. Like so, I'm looking at Palmy, and I'm like, "What is the what's special here? What is the gimmick?" It's evolution. Yeah, y- yeah. It could be. It could evolve. 
Because right now well, it, Pikachu does right. Because okay, so you, let's back up. Beep 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 beep. Uh, if you look at um, Morpeko, Morpeko had a not only had a form change, but it had like a, an exclusive ability. Well, I guess the ability is the form change, the hangry mode. Yes, and then it could have you know a, a move depend like its move pool, not move pool, but one of its moves changed in and out of hangry mode. Very good gimmick was used by the rival Marnie. And then before that, in Gen 7, we had Dedene, mm-hmm. and Dedene got the fairy. We had two, though, right? No, sorry, Dedene is Gen 6. My apologies. We had Togudumaru. Yes. And Togudumaru at least had, like, that, it wasn't, like, I think it was exclusive to Chestnut, but then they gave it to Togudumaru, the spiky shield move, um, if I'm remembering correctly. But Togudumaru still not, like, it still felt like there was a gimmick to it for being, like, steel electric. It had uh, sturdy and iron barbs and lightning rod. Oh, it did have a signature move. It was Zing Zap. So I suppose we don't know what Palmy's signature right. move is. Um, Dedene I mean, kind of gets, like, a free a pass ton. because, like, it w- they needed to, like, introduce fairy types. Gen 6 is when fairy types were introduced. It had cheek pouch. It had pickup. I want to say it had its own exclusive move, but I can't think of what it is. Obviously, Mimikyu is there, where like Mimikyu is not really a Pikachu clone. It's just a Pokemon that wants to be a Pikachu. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at Palmy, and I'm like, hey, "This is the Pikachu clone, but what makes it special? Does it have? To, does everybody have to be special? Yeah, that's what my parents told me in the '90s <laughs> when I was growing yeah, up." They- that's why they you lied. ended up the way you did. Um, I mean, it's it's going to be the evolution, Paw You. That's what's going to yeah. Paw You. Mm-hmm. It's going to evolve. And people are like, it's going to evolve into Gorochu finally. <laughs> Peekaboo. Yeah, I don't see. I don't think uh, Dedene has a signature move. Not that I'm seeing here. It's going to be Fighting Electric, Paw You. And I don't know if it's just because Smoliv and LeChonk just overpowered Palmy, or it's just that Palmy came Palmy came across very generic. Yeah, I think Palmy comes across very generic. Like even the pictures that they use on from the screenshots, I'm like, okay, it's not. It's just okay. (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, It's uh, just there's there's. Nothing yet to be like, oh, I've got to have this Pokemon. Like, LeChonk is, like, the design of LeChonk is good, but the name is amazing. Mm-hmm. And Smolov, the name is pretty good, and the design is, is, for a lot of people, really good. It's not for me. But, like, those two things really have strong, you know, something very strong about them. And I think everything about Pommy is, okay. You know, it's the expected Pikachu clone. The name is is pause pause on me. Like it it doesn't know how to stay down. Is it like a out of control well, it's dog? Because it's like, got the electric sacks in its paws, right? In its four paws. So, I, I do think it's a good design, though. And I think maybe if it wasn't shown uh, with Lechonk and and Smoliv, it might have gotten like more love. A little overshadowed. Got overshadowed. Yeah, I yeah. think the other two just overshadowed it. And rightly so, they are better. 
Yeah, I think it's cute. The more I look at it, the more I do like it. Like, I like the little green inside its ears. I like how, like, chubby he is. The thing is, is I only like the artist drawing of it. I don't like it in either of the two screenshots. Yeah, I'm looking at the artist those, drawing. Those screenshots really like. aren't great. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Like th- I like the artist rendition of it, but when I look in the screenshots, I'm like, oh. He doesn't look as thick not... in the game as he does in the artist drawing. Right. And, like, LeChonk looks almost the same as the artist, and same with Smoliv. Like, I, I think one of the weird feelings I have about Pommy is when I look at, at it in game and the ones that they chose, I'm like, it just doesn't look very good to me. I feel like the hair tuft just is really weirdly divided in the screenshots. Uh, it doesn't look as fluffy or as, and I, it just, it doesn't look the same in the screenshots. And I, I think that's where my issue comes from with Pommy. He ha- there has to be a signature move or like an evolution or or something here because the the ability and the the category and the typing isn't standing out at all. Yeah, I mean, I feel like all of these are going to get evolutions. So like, this is her starting team. So they're I feel like they're also sort of hinting that they're all going to get evolutions, right? Like, I don't think Smallive is going to stay a small olive the entire time. <laughs> well, I don't think the because- chunk. Green olives are unripe olives. It's the black olives that are the ripe olives. Right. So it has to become a black olive. Oh, you don't think like it's shiny is just going to be black to signify that? But that's not what that means. <laughs> I don't know anything about olives. I know there's black olives and I green olives, right? I told you everything you need to know. Yeah, a green olive olives is, is right not there. ripe olive. A black but olive people, is a ripe olive. But people eat green olives, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. So the way the green turns into the black? <laughs> Yes. yes. They're not two different. It's not like green grapes no. and purple grapes. It's, it's no. one olive. It's like red it's grapes one and olive? green grapes. It's like a grape to a raisin. They're all okay, I understand that. the same thing, right? It's just the raisin's the old grape. The The grape is the young grape. Yes. Green olive is the young olive. The black one's black the old olive. olive. Oh, I thought they were totally di- I thought it was like grapes. Like, oh, there's just two different no. types of grapes. Now, what no. will be interesting is if its evolution is like Kalamata. Ooh. Because that is technically a very Greek kind of. <laughs> uh, yeah, it only is. comes from one location in Greece. So. I mean, yeah. I, I would guess that the shiny form would be more of. Because sometimes you get more reddish green olives. So I, I they could do that for the shiny, but yeah, like the black olive is the older. Is the older Got it. One. Uh, then I just don't want Lechonk to become a fighting type. <laughs> nah, fighting normal. Do we have that? It's yet? gonna be. It's it's gonna be grass. No, really. Do we have fighting normal? Um. Yes. Uh. The, the we do stuffed bear grows. Oh, into beware! Big bear. Beware! beware. <laughs> like I know we do. The new legendary Pokemon appearing in the titles, uh, Coridon and Miraidon are. I hope I said those okay, but we'll figure it out later are on each cover of the retail version of the game, the title logos are embellished with a foil stamp-like design that use the legendaries as motifs. The package of these games uh, have a similar look to cover of old books invoking a new... Uh, invoke, invoking the feeling that a new story lies ahead. So this is... We are jumping around a little bit here, but the... Because um, we haven't talked about, like, the open-worldness and the multiplayer stuff. So we're still in Pokemon mode. Apologize. Uh, we'll get to it, but this was shown at the end of the trailer. So these are the, our five Pokemon: Lechonk, 
Paami, Smoliv, now the two legendaries, Miraidon and Koraidon. And I will say these are some of the best legends in all. Oh, I love yeah. Zashin, love oh. Zalmazenta, love Enamorous, love Reshiram, Zekra, you name them. Love, like, those are great. But these are really great. I, I really, I honestly was not going to buy both games. And when they showed both legendaries, I'm like, I want both of them in equal parts. I love both of them. I think they look fantastic. And I'm like, I, I'm just going to get two because I, wa- I want to make sure that I, I have both because I really like their design. Will's going to be like, I hate both of them. <laughs> uh, I mean, the thing is, I don't care about Koraidon. I think Koraidon looks like could have been in any game. Who cares? Whatever. And I was really having high hopes for Miraidon, but why couldn't it have just been a snake? Why couldn't it have been similar to Rayquaza? Why does it have to have weird arms and legs that because it turns into a motorcycle? They're motorcycles. They are transformers. They are transformers. Sure, but it's just like it, 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 it. Could they have animated it a little better? Like, if it's floating, make it look like it's floating, not like it's kind of balancing on its tail there. That was a big for me. I thought it was floating because of its jet engine. Yeah. But, but, yeah, but if you look at the way, it, you, you see the jet engine legs, and then you see it's like it's yeah. like on a pedestal, like standing on its tail. I was like, just have the tail up in the air. Have it float. Oh, if you're going to have it float, have it float. I wanted it to be like, I wanted it to be a Quetzalcoatl. confirmed. In its moveset. <laughs> yeah, I wanted it to be like Quetzalcoatl and oh, yeah, I, I kind of fallen that. short. To me, it's it's crazy that they were like, here are the legends, here are their names, here are the cover of the games. No region. We ain't going to tell you that. No, it's they, the they haven't named it yet. Region. <laughs> they haven't named it. They haven't it's the Paella region because it's oh, got yeah. olives in it. Yeah. Paella. So I, I think... I think both of these Pokemon are fantastic. I think it's it's very obvious that Koridon has a tire coming out of his chest. I mean, my a wheel, m- a wheel. My Rhydon has. Uh, you could say it's like kind of like a wheel slash tire. You can kind of see the treads in the like galaxy yeah. space thing that's happening here. But yeah, but yeah, uh, I think when you when you say that these Pokemon are probably going to transform in some way into a vehicle of some sort. I, I, most people are saying motorcycles. More than meets the eye. I, I don't know if it's a motorcycle, a scooter, a car, a plane, a jet engine. Um, a unicycle. So the, there's, there's a couple things here. Like In RPGs, weird vehicles are, are, are not uh, unheard of. Final Fantasy is very famous yeah. for this, especially Look. 15, where your car turns into a jet plane <laughs> at one point. You don't want to know what you can ride on in Final Fantasy fourteen right now because it's basically everything. Uh, also, I I can't help but think of Yu Gi Oh. At one point, Yu Gi Oh. We have not gone a single week in the last like two months without talking about Yu Gi Oh. You keep bringing it in up. Yu Gi Oh. Four D. They literally play Yu Gi Oh on motorcycles. True. The PlayStation presentation yesterday showed a game with anime people riding on motorcycles. Motorcycles and anime and video games I mean, are... They have gone together since Akira. Correct. So I was going to say, blame it on Akira. <laughs> we have this blame full it on Akira. Circle. Akira we, did it. We also know that Game Freak is always behind the times. Like, 
with Z crystals, it was like Final Fantasy was doing this for twenty some years. You you just finally caught up. Yeah, well, this is the new bike. They're the new bikes. You catch them early on, and this is how you get to mm-hmm. places. It's the second thing you do is you go catch them, and then you can access the sea. Yeah, I I think there there's no way that these Pokemon don't transform into some sort of vehicle. The transforming thing, we've had that happen with Lunala and Sogaleo and uh, Reshiram and Kiram. They merge slash transform. Like, that's that stuff all already exists. All of the, all of the weather things. Castform? Mm-hmm. Whatever they are. The, the Kami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think the other thing, and I don't want to talk too much about the, the Pokemon Centers until after the break, because that's part of the open world. But if we look at the Pokemon Centers, they literally look like gas stations. They have, like, little parking lots, um, and they're out in the open world. And then the last they thing... Look like, they look like drive-up diners yes. to me. I think they look like gas stations, but I can see the drive-up diner um, vibe as well. And then the last thing is when you look at the gym leader stuff, you see like what looks to be two racing flags. Uh, when they, I mean, the reason why I said they have they look like a diner to be because there's literally a table and seat out in front of all. Gas stations have picnic tables and seats as well. At least the ones in Milwaukee did. Nah, no. Are you talking about no. like a bar to sit at? Or are you talking about like a picnic table? No, like this has an actual couchy seat and table in the picture of the. Of the Pokemon Center, oh, like an actual I didn't diner. notice that. Yeah, they look like it's like a table and an actual couch. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but the tables look like the tables you get at like a wedding, where it's like the well, they look like diner tables. Yeah. they look like tables at fifties diners, drive up diners. But if you look, at, it does look like a parking lot though. Like you can kind of see like lines almost in the like parking lines. Oh in yeah, the, in the ground. Well, yeah, like drive up diners of the fifties. Obviously, the theories seem like these two legendaries are going to transform into vehicles. That brings me back to Lechonk, because hogs are a form of motorcycle. Oh, Milwaukee. So if he, if he evolves into, like, Lahog, and he is a rideable Pokemon. And I want to talk about rideable Pokemon, because we've had rideable Pokemon before, right? In Sun and Moon, we, we rode on Tauros, or, or Lapras, or Sharpedo. In Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, we rode on Arcanine and Persian and Snorlax and Onyx. In Legends, we rode on Bravery, Weirdeer, Basque Legion. So none of this is unheard of. But uh, but in past games, legendaries are near the end of the game. So, so there needs I, to be so other forms of transportation early. For non-Americans, <laughs> the reason hogs refer to a very specific motorcycle which are Harley Davisons. Mm-hmm. The reason why they're called hogs is because the groups that owned them were the Harley owners groups, H O G. It was a big club. It still is for Harley Davison enthusiasts. So hogs aren't a motorcycle like brand. They, it is specifically Harley Davison motorcycles and the people who ride them. You can look up it's, Harley Davidson has a very specific style that is usually what's referred to as a hog. They have um, been trying to get a younger audience recently, but yeah, Harley have. Harley is Good a luck. very specific. It's a very it's got a very specific American image. <laughs> Everybody of a certain age, well, when you say hog or hog rider, they all have one <laughs> one. One image in their head, pretty mm-hmm. much. 
Yeah, they're they're. I think they started off as like a like a an electric or a bike company, right? Like a bicycle, and then they moved into Who, Harley Davidson. Yeah, because because um, then they recently announced an electric bike, and then people were like, "Oh, this looks like the original bike you kind of started off with." I don't know. The Har- maybe I, I don't. You I mean, Harley Davidson. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. They started. They started in Milwaukee. There's like actually, if you don't care about like. Um, motorcycles or whatever at all the harley davidson museum is actually still like a really cool place to like visit and go and it's more than just like their motorcycles it's like a lot of milwaukee history it's like a actually a, a fantastic museum i don't remember how much it costs but it's down there in the mall. I, I i guess that is uh worth saying if you're going to milwaukee for regionals i will also be in milwaukee to play sword and shield which is in like two weeks so if you need things to do uh, and you care about motorcycles, definitely go to the Harley-Davidson Museum. If you just need something to do and you just want to know Milwaukee history, I still think the Harley-Davidson Museum I mean, museum is still pretty good. According to this, they have always been a motorcycle company. Okay. They started in 1903. Their first prototype was basically a big engine on a bike. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, it was 1903, so let's... Yeah, yeah. Like they've been around for a very long time, but they've always produced motorcycles. So I think what people are referring to now is they've gone back to that. It looks like the very first prototype they made with this new electric bike. Yeah, I I think uh, I I think there's no doubt electric bikes are going to get more and more popular, Um, especially like right now. I think the thing that's holding people back is just price on electric bikes. Um, But as those prices come down and everything. That's what Harley is at least trying to do is trying to like make a staple in the electric bike market because they're betting that is their only way to get younger people. <laughs> mhm. Which is like a really good like business-wise it makes sense like that would be a good decision to make of like yeah, you're right, you do need a younger audience and this is the way to get them. So, I think their electric bike looks kind of cool. But anyways, yeah, I just pulled up the picture and it does look like their first prototype. Oh, okay. okay. Like it's a modernized version of their first prototype, but yes. Um, I could see, I could see Lechonk turning into something rideable. I, it doesn't have to be. I like don't a, know that it's right. Like there is a very specific hog rider image <laughs> that is associated <laughs> with Harley Davidson. All the years of playing Clash Royale, we, we, we are finally back to hog rider. I could, I, I mean, I could see it becoming a more humanoid on two legs, hog rider esque. I don't know that it will be rideable. I um, think Lechonk is the early game. We're riding this around. This well, I, th- I think I think like it's more likely that we'll have rideable Taurus than an early rideable version of Lechonk. Okay, so we we have to talk about what early means in the context of this game. Yeah, I don't I don't think we have any anything else about small of. Um, it definitely like caters to. People who like these smaller crybaby, very scaredy cat Pokemon. I think Small is great. I think the name is great. Lechonk name is great. Pokemon is great. Although Lechonk very much does seem like the Wooloo where, you know, everyone's obsessed with it, but then very quickly realize there there's 60 other Pokemon that are more exciting. Like, not in like th- theme, but like normal Pokemon don't really last too long on a team. <laughs> you know, anything for True. super effective. Oh, this could change. Look, Chonk could be the one that changes it all. Uh, Palmy like feels like they're purposely hiding something there. For, uh, last thing I want to talk about before we take a break: legendary typing. I did say this on Twitter. I'm not going to place any bets on what these po- we we on the show we're all wrong. 
We all thought there was no way that Solgaleo could not be fire type. Its name is Sol. <laughs> it's supposed to represent the sun. It ended up being psychic steel. Not a mm-hmm. not <laughs> not anywhere near that. I mean, I'll I'll go at fighting and electric. That's what I'm going to go with. I'll make a decision. Gridon's fighting, Meridon's electric. At least part done. I made my choice. I don't get fighting vibes from the first one. I. I get more I, I like mean, that's okay. I, I, if I'm going to be wrong, I might as well be wrong boldly. <laughs> you can get your vibes <laughs> however you want them. I get more like ground vibes from him with all the feathers. Yeah. How do feathers make it ground? I don't think it's the feathers. I think it's like the the like the body structure and then like the tire being very like grounded. He like he looks very <sighs> grounded to me. It's more like a dinosaur, and you know how like we actually have discovered that dinosaurs had feathers? It's going to be along those lines. It's rock type. Rock fighting. Mm. Um, well, I guess the default is like they, they both look like dragons, right? So if we, if we look at other dragons, Reshiram and Zekrom, fire dragon, electric dragon, there's no way they're going to recycle that again. Oh, really? <laughs> no, nope, there's no way. No, it cannot happen. Uh, the there's no the way universe they'll have another psychic mythical Pokemon. Oh, wait, I have some firefighting things that would like to have a conversation about recycling with you. It's possible that Miraidon is uh, like steel electric. It doesn't necessarily have to be dragon, just like Sogaleo didn't have to be fire, even though its name comes from the sun. I'm trying to remember who told me that Korai is like ancient or past and Mirai yeah. is future. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I remember who said that to me. It's probably Poke Jungle. Translate.google.com will tell you that. Mm. I mean the 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 thing is, do we have a dragon steel? Duraludon? Duraludon, whatever that is. Oh yeah, Duraludon. Yeah, but Duraludon is still bad. Uh do we have an electric steel? Uh, uh, I think we do. Togedemaru. Yeah, you yes. already said it. Togedemaru. Do we have ground dragon? Flygon? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> we sure do. <laughs> also, yeah, we have uh, fighting uh, dragon. That's Koma-O. Who's mm-hmm. the jetpack dragon? Dagnabbit. Cynthia. Garchomp? Garchomp. 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 Yeah, that's ground, ground dragon. dragon. Do we have a fire dragon? Oh, yeah, Reshiram. <laughs> yes. Reshiram. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's called Charizard. Uh, and Charizard. That's true. Mega Charizard. Do we have a rock dragon? Because it, it's not. Um, I'm seeing or... no. I am seeing we do yeah, not have a rock so. dragon. I, I would think the closest we were going to come is with the fossils. Oh, we do. We do. Sorry. Uh, Tyrantrum. Tyrantrum. There is oh, one. Right, right, Tyrantrum. We do, we do. We do. Okay. Mm. Wow. I knew it was one of the fossils. I couldn't remember which one. Uh, so, yes, we have, well, two, Tyrant and Tyrantrum, Rock Dragon. Do we have a water dragon? <laughs> <laughs> uh Oh, Zygarde a- is also Ground Dragon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it never got a Pokemon Z, so how do we know mm-hmm. that? That's true. Uh, Flying Dragon would be Rayquaza, Fairy Dragon, Mega Altario. None of these Pokemon look fairy to me. Um, Latias, Latios, Psychic Dragon. Ice Dragon would be Kirum. Grass Dragon would be Executor, Mega Sceptile, Ghost Dragon, Giratina, Dark Dragon, Hydreigon, Poison Dragon, Dragalgy, Steel Dragon, Hisuian Gudra. 
Uh, Turtonator, mm. Fire Dragon, Noivern, Flying Dragon, Drampa, Normal Dragon. It's just, it's just, it's just a dragon at that point. Uh, Appleton, Flapple, Grass Dragon, Draco Zolt, Electric Dragon, Draco Vish, Water Dragon, Zoraladon is the only Steel Dragon. Eternatus, Poison Dragon. Yeah, they do look like dragons, but so does Charizard. So who knows? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm just saying right now, one is going to be part fighting, one is going to be part electric. I feel like electric is a safe bet for me, Rhydon, but also, Mm. we said this about (laughs) Sogan. I am still making my prediction! (laughs) Uh, I don't know. This is real hard to tell. It's real hard to tell. (laughs) I, I, I got nothing. I got no, no, nothing to throw in. I think there was like a 4chan thread. People were very convinced that it was like fighting dragon. Oh, yeah. uh, Electric dragon. But I I don't know. I don't I don't see the fighting. Sure. I guess anything could be fighting. They don't don't have to be dragon. Neither Kyogre nor Groudon is dragon. Yeah, that's true. They don't have to be dragon. That's true. They can be fighting, fighting electric, electric. (laughs) <laughs> Whoa, double electric type? <laughs> double electric type. All right, uh, let's take a quick break. Last part of the show, we're going to talk about the, the overworld, pretty much every other details, the the, the gyms, the, the gas stations, whatever you want to call them, the, the co-op. So we will be- They are diners! Right back. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. Guy Fieri pump. No. Hey, are you listening to this on Apple Podcasts on your iPhone? On your MacBook, I guess your iPad as well. Apple Podcast now has a premium subscription to this show. So in your podcast app, in your Apple Podcast app, you'll be able to, if you want, uh, if you want ad-free episodes, you'll be able to upgrade for $4.99 a month right in your Apple Podcast app. You will also get access to bonus episodes. I went back and I replaced the last, uh, all the way up to episode 500 with all ad-free versions of the episodes, which will automatically switch for you on your end if you decide to do that upgrade and support the show all future episodes for the apple podcast subscription will also be ad free plus in between those ad free episodes you will get bonus episodes so you've probably heard for a while talking about patreon maybe that's an extra step maybe you just forgot you already have your credit card linked to apple podcast you're thinking about supporting the show you listen on apple podcast easy as can be if you would like to go that way to support on top of that if you're on the fence maybe you've never supported a podcast before Apple Podcasts is offering a two-week free trial. So in that two-week free trial, you can listen to the ad-free versions of the episodes. You can go back. You can binge the bonus episodes. You can get off for two weeks. See if you like it. Let me know. It's a brand new thing. Uh, Apple Podcasts launched this like a, a year ago, but it was like really terrible on the back end, and they fixed it for me and other podcasters to make it easy for you all. Again, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, new subscription that way. Uh, if you're already supporting on Patreon, it's kind of the same thing, except one is through... It, it, you're getting the same stuff. It's just Patreon's an extra step. This is more directed for people who live in the Apple ecosystem. A great way to support the show for anyone listening on Apple Podcasts. I'll let you... If, if you're not listening on Apple Podcasts, uh, you, hopefully you skip this ad. Uh, <laughs> but thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. And we are back. All right. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet are the first 
open world RPGs in the Pokemon series. I'm going to reread that. I'm going to read that again. Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet are the first open world RPGs in the Pokemon series. Now, somebody's going to quickly run to YouTube comments. Hey, if you're watching on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. If you want to comment this, you're more than welcome to. You're going to say, what about Legends Arceus? The Pokemon Company never said that was an open world game. No, and it's not. And it's <laughs> after playing it, it is not. It I, is not. I so... know you probably were watching your favorite content creators scream, finally, open world Pokemon when they first showed that game. Here's the thing about open world games. I said it on the podcast again. Uh, I said it on the podcast before. I will say it again. If your video game is open world, you will make sure to tell the world it is open world because that is a selling point of your game. And they knew that it was an open world. And they knew that they couldn't say that without getting backlash. So they didn't advertise Legends Arceus as open world because it's, quite quite frankly, it's not. It's not. These games are. Uh, And I don't know what that looks like, but they say here, along along with the series staples, such as trading and battling Pokemon, players will be able to explore various locations in the region in these games with up to four players. Um, And there's a little cliff note here saying, you know, additional... Systems and accessories may be required for multiplayer mode, game system, and some accessories are sold separately. Obviously, you'll probably need the Nintendo Online subscription. What made me laugh in the trailer is they say this, they show all the people getting together, and then the next shot is all of them leaving. And I'm like, (laughs) I think we missed a part of them actually doing things together, because they all ran, and then they're like, hi, and then they all left. Well, I so for me, I took that to mean, like, you're you're in the same session, but you can go to different areas while still staying in the same yeah, session. I, you're, like, you're not restricted to one small region of the map. I thought it was just funny. That I thought like, it was funny, too. I, I had the same thought, Greg did, and I laughed. <laughs> I mean, they did show trading. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the, the age-old question of, what do you do in a multiplayer Pokemon game? And there, there has been like fan-made multiplayer Pokemon games, and I don't want to name any uh, specifically, but I've seen some where there's just five trainers walking back and forth in the grass trying to find a shiny, and it's like, I guess that's kind of cool. I mean, you're not interacting, you're not doing, you're just going back and forth checking if it's shiny. Going like, it's not really like interacting. And then we've seen other games such as Temtem have this MMO slash online multiplayer feel. But again, the, th- the it, it kind of comes back to the two things they mentioned, trading and battling. <laughs> now, in Sword and Shield, you could do Curry, um, and in Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, you could do the Underground, but even that was, like, so, like, so Underground limited. was real limited. Um, like, yeah, like, it was cool to help somebody dig, and it was, like, very, like, the first time somebody's, like, pounding on your wall and you're like what is happening and like like it, it, it's very novel and seeing somebody's secret bases should have been cooler than it was and for like it's like oh cool you have a bunch of statues guess what's in mine a bunch of statues like you could emote in the underground that was kind of cool but like it was very Thumbs limited up. and in sword and shield you could find people on your friends list you could go in and out of a session like connect and disconnect until you eventually end up with where your friend is and you could see them on their bike and you could see them walk around and then you could join their tent in curry so it's not like there's this big jump like they've kind of been working at this online thing for quite a while i i just i i as uh, as much as i would love 
an open world co-op play the game with four people i just don't know what that looks like are we walking are, are greg and i walking into a gym together and then all of a sudden our sessions end he he does his gym battle i do my gym battle and then we come back out and then we're in the open world to do what trade battle why why do why do you have no imagination especially i, I don't i don't have any Legends imagination <laughs> Okay, here, I'll give you five things that you can do open world, four player. All right, we're going to make this a separate YouTube video. Here we go. Five things. You'll never believe number four. You have five minutes. Who can catch the the largest, tallest Pokemon? Because if we're going to Legends Arceus, the Pokemon will have different heights, and you can just go. Uh, Who can catch a specific Pokemon that might be harder to find out in the wild, or you'd have to know where to look for it? Uh, who can catch the most Pokemon in five minutes? Who can catch, I don't know, the fastest Pokemon? Who can catch the lar- well, I already said the largest, smallest Pokemon. <laughs> we're, we're, there we go. Uh, Small, right, largest we and smallest. Five. Or, and I also thought, uh, racing. Let, yes. You, who if, can if, get yeah. from here yes. to here on the Hopefully territory? racing. Yes. Like racing balloon would be popping. a great thing to do. Right, because right, they had the balloon popping, correct? Right. Or who can hit a, a target with a Pokeball? Do we think den-like areas will be back? That was my other question. Is like the the great and multiplayer experience in Sword and Shield was raid battles and and Dynamax Adventure. Both are similar, but both are different enough where you might want feel in the mood for one over the other. Um, they were a great way to do with three other people. I'm not saying that my... this needs to come back, but a some form of or people working together to take down something hard. And if me and three other people could walk. Here's the th- I think the thing would be let's let's go back to the original wild area in Sword and Shield. And I am in a, a privileged position where I have an audience watching me on Twitch. And there's a lot of people. So when I find a cool raid, let's say I found Gigantamax Kingler that was very exciting the first like two weeks the game came out. There's hundreds of people in the Twitch chat being like, can I please get into Gigantamax King? Right. And I, you know, set up the YCOM as bad as that was, enter the code, you know, whoever enters it first gets in. And not a lot of people have that experience, right? Because they're not, they might not be Twitch streamers or content creators or, or, or whatnot. But I think you could have the same effect on like a Discord call with people. But I think you could have an even better effect where instead of, everyone in their own instance looking at raids you could see those people look at raids or like in order to join they would have to run up to your raid and the four of you are standing around that raid in which is what the original trailer of sword and shield showed it showed four people standing around a raid to like do the raid together like i think that stuff is cool racing has always existed in pokemon there was the bike race in sword and shield there was all the racing in not racing but balloon popping in in Legends of Arceus, so being able to race against somebody on a Lechonk or a, a Kiridon, um from point A to point B would be really cool and novel. I think the curry stuff was great. It was to me, it was really great that the curry stuff had like a dex, and you could trade curry ingredients to complete the dex. I would love to see something like that return. I'm just thinking of more ways to interact with people. I'm also interested that you you said uh, go into a gym. I I saw nothing in this trailer about gyms. I have like a thought that would be interesting is that the gym or trial or whatever it would be 
would be different solo or and it would be a different experience multiplayer oh like the gym would change so that like if you're playing together four of you would go up and be like okay let's try to take out this trial or gym and try to all get our badges i think that would be a really fun thing to do uh that would make multiplayer more interesting because they say in the thing you can do stuff not dictated by the story so i feel like once we've decoupled badges from story progression which is kind of what they made it sound then i feel like they could be ripe to making those multiplayer experiences i think it's gonna be uh i just that you're gonna have the professor is going to give you research tasks and as you complete those research tasks you level up and no badges no gems no badges your school becomes stronger until you can crush your rivals. Mm-hmm. I mean, they show a arena. Yeah, I mean, they show they show but, areas that clearly are arenas or trial areas or possibly gyms. What I just one think thing it'd be really interesting to have those be multiplayer optional. One thing to keep in mind too, in looking at those at like the arena and also the Pokemon Center, they're outdoor places they're not indoors so right the concept of walk into a gym do you guys walk into two like different dimensions once you walk through the door there's no door right in either of those places right i mean in this screenshot you see this this tower in a desert area and it's slightly tilted and there's three floors and you can see a ladder going up and then in the middle picture you see what looks to be the same arena except the very top of it where you see stairs and you see the gym or not the gym, the the battlefield and you see a bunch of flowers, but that doesn't look like it's from the first one. And then the third shot is the racing flags, which has like a star in the center and then fire. And to me, that would signify gym, but fire gym. Right. Um, so it, it, it does look like there are gyms or trials of some sort. It looks like the first one is possibly ground. The second one is possibly grass. The third one is fire. Um, they're, they're, per- they're, uh, it, what's the word? Obtusely. Where are you finding these screenshots? Yeah. It was the ones that they tweeted or whatever. I mean, it's just from the trailer. They just, there's just stills from the trailer. Um, one thing that I will say also could be interesting is, so. One thing that they're doing in Final Fantasy fourteen is they are allowing you to do all the dungeons with NPCs so you don't have to have a party. So they could also do something similar here, that you would have NPCs like you did in raids, like you could go in alone and just get three other randoms, or you could do them with people. So I, I can see that also happening with whatever these gyms or trials or whatever they're going to be. That, that they are multiplayer events, either with NPCs or with your friends. Yeah, I'm curious of how big this world will be. I think Legends is... I think Legends did a really good job at making it seem like this huge, vast world. And then once you got, like, Weird Deer or Braverary, you, you quickly realize that it's it's not really that big. And obviously those tools are so you accelerate so you're not spending the entire time walking around. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, but it kind of goes back to what I said at the beginning of the podcast. Why didn't they sell two versions of Legends? It's kind of because Legends is not a big game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's Pokedex is really small. Um, there's only five 
trials, however, what you want to call it, what I can't remember what they're called in Legends, like trials, um, totem, not totems, um, gosh, what is the name? Noble battles. There's only five noble battles. Um, there's like, there's like 3.5 trainer battles in the entire game until you get to the end. <laughs> like it's, it's a relatively small game. So, um, and Sword and Shield is the opposite. Like Sword and Shield has all of these towns. It has mm-hmm. three huge wild areas. But I, but I think it does still feel that big because your only form of transportation in those wild areas is your bike. Um, and between using Weird Deer and Bravery, you just tra- you just move so much quicker in where you need to go. Um, so I don't know. I don't think like to me. I don't think like oh, this world is not as big as Sword and Shield because they're trying open world for the first time therefore it's bad like if it's a bit smaller than sword and shield but still like open world and like i think of the i think of isle of armor for the first time and i think isle of armor was the first time i was like this is what the wild area the isle of armor was indeed the time where i was like i wish the wild area was this to begin with because when mm-hmm. you go from the dojo around into the swamp and the swamp leads into the forest and you see the pokemon in the trees and then you come out of the beach and then you go into like the cave. Like Isle of Armor had such a varying environments that it felt like you were exploring something cool. Whereas I look at, I think of the first area in Legends and I think of the original wild area and it was like the big but samey. Like I don't even think Legends had like anything like in the trees like the Isle of Armor did. Not that that like makes or break a game, but it's like it was cool to like look up and be like, oh, there's a Pika Peck in this, no, not Pika Peck, but there's like oh a Pidgey in this tree or whatever. I don't know. I I would almost sacrifice like the size of something for something that feels more, no pun intended, but more like handcrafted. <laughs> and I, I think an, to to use another game for an example, I would use Final Fantasy 15, which I adore that game, love that game. There's something about four dudes in leather pushing a car to the song Stand By Me, which really like hooked me into that game. And that game was open world, right? You could go anywhere you wanted. Like legit, if you sat like I'm not exaggerating. And if you've never played Final Fantasy 15, let me point out a scenario to you. If you're in the main town. And you want to go south to the beach. You could walk there on foot. It would probably take 45 minutes to do so. Or you could take the car. Because you have a car in that game. And you could tell the car to go on autopilot. And the car would probably take, no exaggeration, 10 minutes to drive there. There was no way, there was no fast travel. So I would get up and go to the bathroom. Or make a sandwich. Or like browse twitter because the car would legit take 10 minutes to drive from point a to point b and you watch the car and it it turned into like a screensaver but the map was that big but the uh, the problem with final fantasy 15 is the open world was such an afterthought there was no reason to do it you i i i almost fell off the game completely because i was trying to explore the open world and i would get i would walk 10 minutes into a desert find this creature defeat it get like this ring and be like oh cool i came all the way out here found a ring cool walk 10 minutes back to town and then realize they just sold the ring in the store for 500 gems or whatever and i was like well why did why did, I, why did i spend 20 minutes to get this ring when i could just buy why why did you waste my time why, why was this ring not unique 
So I and I, I don't subscribe to like oh all open world games are automatic automatically good. Like I think Final Fantasy 15 is a fantastic game, but it was fantastic because I stuck to the linear story that it was telling. And anytime I went out to explore, I just felt like it was wasting my time, and it 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 wasn't fun to actually explore that. On the flip side, I think of Breath of the Wild, where you walk 10 minutes to do something, and I feel like you're always rewarded for that. And I think a lot of people share that same thoughts with Breath of the Wild of like, it's why it's a good open world game. Because you, you see something, you walk to it, and something is actually there to well, do. Well, that's the problem. You see something, you say something. <laughs> well, this is what I can guarantee. I will give you the Will Anderson guarantee about the open world in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, if you're ready to hear this. Never ready, but go for it. It will be... Smaller than we want it to be, but larger than we expect. <laughs> yeah, you know, that sounds about right. The most accurate thing you've said on the show. Excuse me, I've said a lot of accurate things. That's true. You were right about the past and future thing. I I wonder if it will be the same. Like, I think, I think of uh, I think of the Pokemon fans that are like, I love Heart Gold Soul Silver because you can kind of pick where you go, and it's it's. It's like an illusion. It's not real. Mm-hmm. In order to yeah. pick where you have to go, they had to like weaken everything and and like make all the gym leaders the same level, and it didn't like work. And I recently watched a, a YouTube video by uh, Dunky, and it was for um, uh, Link's Awakening, the Switch He's version. Still making videos. He's still making videos. And what's funny is Link's Awakening came out over a year ago. Greg and I played it when Nintendo invited us out to play it. Oh, at, gosh, uh, that's right. At uh, PAX West. Like, this was before COVID where Greg and I played Link's Awakening, and he just did a video about Link's Awakening. And he loves the game. He, he talks about how he beat it three times, and it's one of his favorite games. But he also talked about a thing that I think a lot of people miss in most video games, where they give you this illusion of, of this open world. And he talks about how Link's Awakening gives this illusion of like you're in this big open world, but because you can only get items in a certain way, you're kind of on a linear path the entire time. It just seems like you're walking around this world being able to do what you want, but you're restricted by how the game dictates where you go next. And that's that was Harkold Soul Silver. Like there's a point in the game where it branches out. And yeah, I guess you could do Gyarados before you do uh, Chuck. But, like, you are still restricted there. Like, yeah, you can do one thing over the other, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel rewarding in a way where it's like you're just overleveled at that point because right. they can't not make you overleveled because they gave you that choice. So I, I'm not, I don't think I'm worried. Obviously, they probably thought of a system to be like, well, you have to do this, and then you have to do this, and then you have to do this. Uh, I think uh, the other thing that people have always speculated is it doesn't matter what order you do the gyms in, but the gyms scale to where you at, you're at. Mm-hmm. So if you do Brock's gym first, he's level 10 and 12. But if you decide to do Brock's gym fourth, he's level 35 and 37, which I think is an easy solution to that. Um, yeah. But who knows if that's even going to be a thing. Here's the th- I saved the best for last. We have now confirmed Quaxley's hair is indeed his hair of feathers and not an actual hat. It is not Boo. a hat. Thank goodness. 
Thank uh, goodness, boo! And thank you to all the artists out there making incredible Quaxley art. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very into all the Quaxley art. Um, the issue is, is now that there's a heavy motorcycle feel, Quaxley's gonna grow up into be a greaser, and I'm already. I'm about so it. much more into this. I'm Fuecoco all the way now. And it's like, <laughs> why do I have to have another start with another fire type? But here we go. Overall, way the game looks so far, I think, is fantastic. Um, like, if you look at the shot of Nia, or sorry, not Nia, Nia was, <laughs> Nia was the Crown Tundra. If you look at the shot of Pneumonia, of like, you can see the texture in her shirt. Um, mm-hmm. The Pokeball looks really great. Her hair looks. Video game hair is always weird, but her hair looks very good. I I I like how the game looks aesthetically. Like I love these futuristic motorcycle diner Pokemon centers that are happening. I like all the flowers. I like the Spanish themes that they have without uh what are those the, like the tiles that are like different colors? I'm not sure there's a word for those. Like a like a mural? Uh like, you know, when you look in the pool where Quaxley is, it's like orange, purple, white, orange. They're like little squares. It's like mosaic. A, yeah. Yeah, the, a mosaic. I, I like that. That's scattered throughout the region. The little kid with the Toro shirt and the... the yeah, the, the Toro shirt's so the good. The Pokeball overalls. It. And you can see the detail. No, in no, no. Suspenders. Suspenders, sorry. Suspenders. Suspenders. You can see the, like, the, the, the corduroy detail in his shorts. That kid's a style icon. Let's be <laughs> real. I think this might be the first Pokemon game where you can switch between pants and shorts in Sun and Moon. Only shorts. In X and Y, only pants. And I'm pretty sure in... I mean, the climates are different in those regions. In, I'm pretty sure in, in Sword and Shield, only... Oh, no, you could have shorts. You no, could you have, could have You could shorts. have the jersey outfits. Those would give you shorts. But yeah. Yeah, okay. Because we see two trainers with pants, two trainers with shorts. I, I, I think the they, they, there is a lot of detail here in the trainers, and they look great. There are the the rocks in the background. I actually do think look great. There's a shot of the the black girl throwing a pokeball, and you can see the Pokemon Center in the background, and the rock texture back there looks really, really great. I'm curious if this is running the same engine Legends is. Or a modified version of what Legends is. I I want to say it's probably modified. I don't know. I don't. I don't know the programming. I mean, they do have in the trailer the sort of sneaking up motion that was in Legends. Yeah. But I don't know if that means you can sneak up and catch like in Legends, or if you sneak oh, up and then you get a I, bonus when you go into yeah. battle. Like I, I, don't I know. think it's a hundred percent you're gonna be sneaking up. And catching like in Legends, because I think yeah. so too. I, I think the yeah. Legends thing comes back. I mean, I think I think eighty percent strong chance, but there's always that twenty percent. They're like, nah, they yeah. just go in like always. I mean, I think they're purposely not showing it, right? I think so too. I think they're hinting at it and being coy about it. The thing that I think bothered me with Legends the most graphically is the game looked so washed out at times and so brown. And I think this well, that was uh, an artistic choice. The yeah. color palette was unfortunate. And that's why I think I'm like, I, I know I, like I made a TikTok making fun of the bush and you can look at some of these and be like, oh, the ground's not that great or the flowers aren't that great. And that's fine. Whatever. Like I played Pokemon games so long in the 3DS. That stuff actually doesn't bother me. I just think it's funny that, you know, 
we we had month long conversation about trees. But I think the thing that, re- like I said, the thing that bothered me with Legends was the color palette, and mm-hmm. they somebody at Game Freak or whoever made that game did not understand how lighting worked because oh absolutely pokemon would look incredible in one instance and then you would turn the camera and the sun would reflect and you'd be like this game looks like hot garbage right now i i don't know how they messed the lighting up in legend so bad but my that were my two biggest complaints is the really muddy color palette and i still don't know what they were doing with the light i still don't understand it and i feel like somebody at game freak thought the same as as us <laughs> because i felt like this trailer showcased lighting in an incredible way i think what impressed me about the trailer is just that everything seemed bright and varied even when they cut to the various like hey, clearly you're going into a cavern it still felt bright and not muddied um and that that got me more excited about generally just sort of how the game will feel because like there's a cave picture and i'm like they're already in this cave pictures multiple colors multiple levels it is the same palette but it's not muddy there's a, there's a picture of um lechonk and and if you look at it you're like oh the 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 grass is very polygonal and the tree looks bad or whatever make whatever excuse you want but then I look at it and I'm like, he's in the shade under the tree and you can still see the sun reflecting off the terrain in the background. Like, that's actually, like, really great. And I don't I don't know if you could stand under a tree in Legends and feel like you were in the shade. Mm-mm. Because, <laughs> because, boy, that game did not know how the sun worked. Uh, but the Mm-mm. same with Smoliv. Like, like, these Pokemon have, like, shadows and stuff. I, look, I know there are, like, tree shadings and stuff in legends i'm just i just think that they like figured it out better here they got they have it better in this when when it looks natural you don't really think about it like you could look at this picture of lechonk and be like oh yeah it's a pig in the shade under a tree yeah that's that's natural but when it doesn't look natural then you go, oh, this looks bad because this is not what my eye is used to. And I think that was like a lot of the complaints of Legends of like, uh, graphically of like, this is my eye is not okay with what I'm seeing because this is not how shading or lighting works. <laughs> and so it looks bad. Um, I'm just looking at that cutie under the tree. He's, he's really great. Uh, and then like the four trainers walking away from each other and the shadows and the sun and everything looks bright, but not bright enough where things look washed out. Um, I think what gave me a lot of hope is the flower scene uh, for Sprigatito, because all the flowers really popped. They looked, I know, it just looked bright and colorful. And I'm like, this is where I want to get back to, not muddy and one note. I want it to be bright and colorful. And they, like, that shot in the flower garden, I'm like, yes. This is this makes me happy. And also the other ones are on multicolored tiles. Like it's just got a nice bright feel to it that I'm happy about. There's also like detail in the characters' backpacks. You can like see zippers, you can see um like a carabiner or whatever they're called, you can see the buckles. I 
I, I'm not going to sit here and defend Game Freak for being the best in graphics. You look at a game like Mario Odyssey, you look at a game like Animal Crossing, and they they dotted their I's and crossed their T's when it comes to like that kind of stuff. Game Freak, not so much, but... I mean, there there are certain things. Like, like the thing that makes me laugh is Final Fantasy XIV, all the grass is terrible because it's it is computer code generated. It's not drawn. And so one of the things they're doing right now is going back and drawing all the grass from scratch because the shortcut was to just have the computer do it and it always looked bad. Like, it's been a common joke in this huge game that runs very powerful graphics that their grass is awful Mm -hmm. because they had a computer do it. And I think that's some of what we see in these trailers and other things. It's like, this may just be them saying, throw code in so there's ground and we'll go in and actually draw it in later like well, i think it also huge budget to the, games do it too well when you don't have to redo 900 pokemon every game you can be like hey instead of me spending three days on on fixing gyarados i can spend a day fixing the backpacks that you're going to be looking mm-hmm. at the entire time i'm going to spend a day i'm going to spend an extra couple days on these clothes I'm going to be able to put scales on Seviper and know that it might take me... Look, I don't know how long it takes. It like If it says, hey, I'm going to go back and do Seviper, it's going to take a week. Guess what? Seviper is going to look this good it, that it does now in all future games. And I don't have to worry about right. Arbok. Because right. Ar- we'll worry about Arbok in three years when we bring it back Arbok. A couple of other things. like There's a there's a Drifloon sticker and a Hateno sticker and a Flapple sticker in, in the girl's room. Um... There are a couple other Pokemon symbols scattered out. That doesn't really guarantee those Pokemon are in the game. Um, in Sword and Shield, it opened with like a Fletch Fletchling, uh, like wind thing on the the roof. Fletchling uh, Talonflame line wasn't added until I think Crown Tundra. Um, right. I mean, they refer to things often. Like there could, I mean, it would be wild in a Spanish region to not have. Tauros. Uh, you can kind of look at the Tauros shirt and go, okay, yeah. It's also sort of like people are like, people are trying to calm me down. They're like, if you don't think they're going to put roses in Spain, I'm like, look, Poltegeist doesn't learn Scald. I will make no mm-hmm. predictions about what they do or don't do. I mean, there li- are certain symbols. Pup that- wasn't in Sword and Shield. Right. Is that not a British dog? Well, no. Uh, Snubble is. is. Oh, Snubble is. Yeah, Snubble. Snubble is. Snubble and Gramble are, and they, yeah. There's, like, they do make wild choices. Lunatone so, and Solok are not in Sun and Moon. <laughs> like, it is very if, possible. <laughs> if Rosalia isn't in these games, I'm not buying it. That's not true. I mean, it's understandable. You, you want to ride those motorcycles. <laughs> I I don't care about motorcycles. You want to ride You want a hog, hog rider all over again. Hog rider. I think we could easily go on for another hour about stuff, but yeah, there is next week. So knowing us, yes, there is next week. If there's, here's what I we'll do: we're not going to do question of the week this week, but we did have really good questions on YouTube. Um, if you, I kind of want to do. I'm kind of expecting no news in the next week because they just did this, and GoFest is happening tomorrow. Uh, hopefully, you had a good GoFest. If you're watching on YouTube. Uh, I would like you, and you made it this far, first off, thank you. I would like you to comment what you want us to talk about, whether that's lore, 
whether that's a certain Pokemon, whether that's graphics, whether that's your theories. Because if there is no huge news, I would love to hear what you guys say and then us be able to like talk about this. Because I'm sure there's stuff we missed. I'm sure there's like box art stuff or or something. I, there's a lot that we missed uh, just for time, right? Like we can't hit everything. Um, so that's that's your if you're watching on YouTube, feel free to comment that before we wrap up, though, Pokemon of the week. So last week's Pokemon, uh, there was really only one thing you had to pay attention to, even though I gave a huge number of lots of clues. Uh, the key thing you had that would make it super easy for you is uh, the phrase, even though I believe it should be water electric type, which would be next in order to this week's Pokemon. Um, but also some things that could have helped you out is that it is similar to other Pokemon that are made up of multiple creatures as opposed to a single creature, which if you didn't get that I was referencing execute in there, well, think harder. What can I say? So which Pokemon in order comes before a Pokemon that I think should be water electric type? It's Squirtle. No, it's War Turtles should. War Turtles should be water electric. <laughs> There's probably a Delta card with water electric War Turtle. Oh, I sure. bet. Phalanx. Greg is correct. It is Phalanx. There's no shuffle icon. Mm. Sorry. Is there a shiny? Uh, there is, but it's not loading. But I know what the shiny looks like because isn't it brown? It looks like yeah. uh, brown shields. It's a good thing. When I was uh, in St. Louis at the gazebo, there was a guy who came up and he was like, anyone got Phalanx? He did talk like that. He was like, anyone got Phalanx? <laughs> And he was just he was just trying to trade people for low attack failings for GBL because the stats reroll when you trade in Pogo, um, mm. and failings isn't a special trade, so you could trade as many as he wanted. But he was he was looking for failings, and I was like, when he said that, I was like, oh yeah, that's a Pokemon. <laughs> I forgot that failings. <laughs> oh, existed. I love failings. I just forgot it was in Pogo. Like I just oh, right like. Uh, just, oh, break, I was like, oh, we we have that in Pogo. Was it in Pogo standing straight up like this for a while? Yes, they had to disable yes. it, like following <laughs> you for like a couple days because it would like stand straight up. <laughs> I was like, why remove that? That was a feature. That's good. Yeah, yeah it, it is a good bug. And, it is brown and yellow instead of yellow and red. The shiny is brown. Uh, what about next week? All right. Last week, I was of the mistaken understanding that only Galar had Pokedex sequences that were out of order between national and regional Pokedex, but while I was researching this week's Pokemon, I realized that was incorrect. This numerical resequencing occurs in remake games that include the full, up to that point, Pokedex as some Pokemon, like Galad, get inserted with Gardevoir, even though it is almost 200 slots away in the National Pokedex. In terms of number, this week's Pokemon falls somewhere between the SNES, otherwise pronounced SNES, and the GameCube. The other thing to know is that even though it has been over a year since this Pokemon could be featured on a TCG card again, it has not been featured. I think this is the first time Venonat is in a national Pokedex <laughs> or like a normal I Pokedex. I mean, discounting since, remakes. Yeah. Since some time, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was uh, Masuda leaving Game Freak to work at the Pokemon company. That's your subtle reminder that these are two different companies. 
we will talk about that next week though because i think i think that's both good and bad but we'll talk about that next week and we didn't talk about whether there will be different size variants or alphas or anything like that the trailer kind of hinted at that we will talk about that next week hopefully you have a good go fest uh go fest would have happened after this um i there will be some sort of bonus episode for patreon feeds or apple podcast feeds uh if you're a paid apple podcast to talk about GoFest. I'm not sure who will be on it or when that will come out. It's going to be a busy weekend, but probably sometime in the next couple days. Uh, if not already out, Greg is at White Wing on Twitter. Will is at Washing the Sink. I'm at Dragging a Lake. You can follow the podcast on Twitch, YouTube, dub, like, comment, subscribe, uh, TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff. PKMNCAST will be streaming on Twitch. I did announce officially that I will be going to GoFest in Germany. Full disclosure, Niantic is not paying for that trip. (laughs) I am paying for that trip myself. Uh, But I do plan to stream that experience. So if you want to see what that park looks like and and want to see what GoFest looks like in Germany, I will be streaming in the park, out of the park, exploring Germany, uh, assuming that I can get all the data plans and everything lined up. Um, but yeah, we'll be we'll be going out there. I think Niantic is paying for my ticket for GoFest, so I get to spend a thousand dollars for them to pay twenty five dollars for me. So hey, what a bargain! Order now and get free shipping now, now, now. Uh, but we will be back next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you uh, for making it to the end. Uh, and have a have a great week. Otherwise, this has been an episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are. Super effective. Super hog rider. And hog rider. This podcast is made possible by Patreon. If you would like to support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. A huge shout out to our podcast producers, starting with Stephen, Sean, Matthew, Kay, Jessica, Brian, Stuart, Evan, Ryan, Nate, Bovine, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Gray, Carlos, Alvaro, and a huge shout out to our executive producers of Steph. Spencer, Courtney, Brian, and Brady. Thank you so much. If you would like to support the show, you can head over to isc.cash or patreon.com slash PKMNCAST.